possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door. You could take up underwater basket weaving with all of that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient you needed to make your grandma's famous casserole. Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados. And they'll keep your eggs safe, too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Welcome to Transparency Talk with Nikia Preval. I'm your host, Nikia. Now let's get transparent. Welcome back. Episode number six, season two. And if you're a first time listener, thank you for tuning in to Transparency Talk with Nikia Preval. I'm your host, Nikia. And thank you for time, taking your time to listen to what I call my audio journal. Um, This podcast is actually very therapeutic. And I say that because there's times that I'll actually listen to a previous episode because I actually am able to pull out other topics based off of the things that I've already spoken about. And as I listen to them, I get a better understanding of who I was then, who I am now, and who I would set out to become. So thank you because of you and the listeners who um, take your time out every week uh, to listen It allows me to continue to hear my voice and it is actually rewarding because sometimes we hear things, but we don't listen and we can miss a step or miss an opportunity to grow and understand. Um, So I'm going to get right into a few things Uh, first. Uh, let me deliver my flowers and the flowers I'm delivering though the person is no longer here they still motivate me and inspire me to do better and want better Um, so this person is someone that I don't even think God could recreate them. They were that special. Um, And I'm referring to my grandfather, uh, Daniel Dillard. Uh, He passed away uh, July 16th of 2010. So this week will be 11 years that he um, passed away. And my grandfather was 
a man of many words. He was very comical, but in his moments of being funny, there was an underlying message and you didn't really miss it because my grandfather was a man of integrity. He wasn't one who would bat an eyelash if needed, like he would tell you and wouldn't care. Um, but he loved my grandmother and it was a different type of love. It was a love that you cannot imitate. It's a love that he made exclusively for them. My grandparents were best friends and my grandfather learned how to love from my grandmother. And by learning her, he learned to love. Um, they had seven kids, so it was a lot, but he made a way. Uh, my grandfather was one who wanted to teach. And by teaching, he felt that he was giving you him. He wasn't the richest man as a monetary value, but he was rich in knowledge. And that's something that I value to this day. Uh, my grandfather was like my best friend because I would hang out with him and my grandmother before I would hang out with people my own age because I was able to absorb and learn just by watching. So to my grandfather, I thank you for the many lessons, the many jokes. I miss your laugh. I miss your humor. I miss you, period. Um, I regret not being there um, when he passed. And that still bothers me. Like I was literally on the road to the hospital when they called me and told me he was gone. So there's not a moment that I don't think about him and wish I can call him just to hear him go, what Nikki? But if I could dial heaven right now, he would be one of the first people that I would call. Uh, so to my grandfather, I love you and enjoy your flowers. Okay, so now I am going to speak on a few of the DMs that I received. And you can definitely continue to send the DMs. Um, you can find me on Instagram and it's transparency underscore talk. And you can send a message. I do value and appreciate the comments that I receive because it gives me direction, but it also allows me to provide clarity on things that may have been miscommunicated in some way. It happens. 
I think I'm very transparent in my approach, but you know, in some cases it happens. Um, one person asked, will I ever rebuild the friendship with the person that I made reference to? The answer is no. I think that friendship has run this course. I think that um, I've made many substitutions in regards to my feelings when it's come to that friendship. And when you make a lot of substitutions, you are now accommodating others to treat you the way that they want to. And to hold on to that friendship, you then accept it. This is not a person that I've known for a year, two years. I've known this person since college. We've had our ups and downs and we'll distance ourselves and then we'll come back and then we'll get into it and then we'll come back. And throughout that process, I continue to substitute my true feelings to remain in that friendship. But what was the benefit of me doing that? For me, not for them, for me. And I do not apologize for the things that I've said because I meant them. I think that in friendships, we have to acknowledge the roles that we play. If I'm your friend, 100%, I have you from beginning to end. But if that is not, then giving back, I leave you alone. Because again, now it's based on your convenience of being my friend. Um, I think that that person knows. And even though the friendship ended, I don't regret it. I wish that person the best. I really do. But you will never, ever, ever, ever call me a name that does not fit the title of who I am. And liar is not one of them. There's going to be a point that I will fully address what occurred because it's an experience and how I had to maneuver through that experience, it will be addressed. It's still new and it's still raw. So I have to process it, but eventually I will speak on it. But when you try or attempt to assassinate my character, I now have to defend that because that's all I have. My word is my born. And I'm going to gingerly touch on the topic and then I'm moving on. I had to dissect why this person was mad at me and it pissed me off because I should not have to sit there because they sent like a, it wasn't even a direct message. It was, he sidestepped what he wanted to say instead of coming directly in regards to why he was upset 
again, I've known this person since college. So this is not a situation where I have to really figure it out. They're very, I guess, no, they're not transparent. They're very easy to dissect, essentially. I had to sit and figure out what prompted this person to get upset. And I said, because we don't have mutual friends and I don't speak on this person. So therefore I had to think about it. He was upset because he knew that finding closure was about him. Okay, that's fine. He listened to the episode, but he didn't hear what I was saying. I made a comment and I said, was she loyal? Was she faithful? Yes. Because of a situation that occurred, I told him, his girlfriend was cheating on him, okay? By me telling him that, because they were in this uh, convenience ship, because that's what it was, a relationship of convenience. He was upset because the girl broke up with him because he accused her of cheating. And because he he accused her of cheating, she, in turn, broke up with him. I was the common denominator in that because I'm the one who told him. He wants to set out and prove for whatever reason that I lied. So he took that snippet of the podcast episode And he felt, I got her. She lied. I'm going to break something down to you, Aaron. I take personal experience, my personal experience, and I also take experience of those that I know, and I can tie them into the scenario to give a better understanding to my listeners, which apparently is you, and I deliver it. So when I made reference to, is she loyal? Was she faithful? That she is me. Had nothing to do with joy. Okay? So the next time you attempt and fail because that's what you did. You failed to assassinate my character and call me a liar. I'm going to send you season two, episode six, and then you can sit your ass down and hear me very clear. So that way you can have a little bit more clarity. Okay. Another person asked, will I ever do videos, 
like a live uh, streaming of this podcast. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, everyone is doing it, but I don't know. I like this intimate affair we have. Um, And it makes it a little bit more personal. You don't need to see everything to hear what I'm saying. Um, So now that I've gotten those two DMs out the way, let's get transparent. So today's episode is Crock-Pot versus Microwave. And I know you guys are like, I know she is not going to talk about cooking. And I'm not. I remember in 2009, I moved to North Carolina. And I found a church, which I absolutely loved. Uh, It is uh, Love and Faith uh, Christian Fellowship in Greensboro, North Carolina. And the pastor is uh, Michael Thomas. And I was immediately drawn to this pastor because he was so transparent and a truth teller. And I remember him speaking on, I forgot this sermon, but he mentioned Crock-Pot versus uh, Microwave. And then he went on to explain it. And I get it. Now. Uh, so today's topic, we're going to really dig into deep into that. Um, when you think about a microwave, microwave, you put in a microwave, you hit the button, instant, warmed up, ready to eat. But if you let it sit for a little while, depending on what it is, it can get rubbery and you don't even want it anymore because you didn't allow the process of allowing the food to slowly heat up. And uh, Pastor Thomas used this Um, analogy, he said, when you put a roast in the microwave, it'll cook it fast. You'll have it in 20 minutes. But then it doesn't taste good. Now, if you take a roast and put it in a crock pot, And you put all your seasonings and you let it sit and cook for eight hours. The room starts to smell because you have the aroma of all the seasonings that you put in. You've allowed all the juices to marinate for eight hours. You take it out. Roast is real tender. Smells good. And it tastes good. Why? Because you've allowed the time for the roast 
to actually slowly cook. Rudy and I get into it all the time because I say to him, he's a microwave. Rudy wants to do things right away. Get it done. He wants it to happen right away. Whereas me, I'm a crock pot. I'll wait. I'll let things simmer. I'll let things process. And then I'll take it out. We do that in everyday life. We have a lot of microwaves around here. Yes, the microwave will cook whatever it is that you want. But does it taste good? Is the reward even there for you to accept? Because if you don't eat the food fast, it's rubber. You don't have the seasonings that you have the same as a crock pot. When you rush the process, when you rush into things, the result may not end well. When you rush into a relationship and you're like, I'm 30, I want to be married, I want my kids. So you rush into a relationship. And then you get into that relationship and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Or you rush into a marriage because you want to be married like your friends. I'm 40 years old. We got to be married. And then you get into this marriage and you're miserable. You want a baby. So you rush to have a baby. And you're not prepared for that baby. Now you're miserable. And now you're miserable with the baby. No backseats. It's your baby. Relationships, you can end them, move on. That baby is yours. You rush your career. I have my degree. I need to have this job. And you get it. And they work you to the bone that you can't even enjoy life. Instead of trusting the process and allowing yourself to evolve into the role that was destined for you, you rush the process. Microwave. And I was a microwave. I'm not going to lie to you. Once upon a time, I was a microwave. I wanted it right then and there. I didn't care at what cost, at whose expense. I wanted it right there. I wanted a boyfriend. I wanted it right then. You're going to be my boyfriend, whether or not you like or not. I'm going to get this job, and I don't care at what cost. I'm going to rush the process because I want what I want when I want it. And as I'm learning, or as I've learned, it never works out. You don't get the benefits of the development of who you are in that moment because you want instant gratification. Yeah, it feels good for the moment, but let's talk long term. 
How happy will you be in this relationship five years from now? If it lasts that long. Because anything that rush has an expiration date. You're never going to have anything rush and see it long term. It never works out. Why? Because there's some steps that you missed by rushing. That now you have to now go back and do those steps. By then, too late. Too late. Because you've already positioned yourself in that microwave life that now you got to continue to go. You got to keep going, keep going. And the more you go, the more you miss. You miss out on opportunities to grow when you want that instant gratification right then and there. And that's fine if that works for you. But I'm going to tell you this. Dear microwaves, you cannot complain to us crockpots. Because we tell you, just wait a little while. Don't rush it. Just take your time. And then you start seeing the footsteps. Because you do leave residue. And you see the footsteps. And you're like, damn. I would have waited one more week. Mm, okay. And then they look at us crockpots and think that we're taking too long. What are you waiting for? When you're in the crockpot, you trust the process. Why? Because you know the outcome is my roast is going to smell good. But not only is it going to smell good, it's going to taste good. Because I was allowed to witness the growth, the preparation. I was allowed to get clarity on if I really want to cook this roast for six hours or do I cook it for eight. I allow myself to make decisions while it's cooking. Because it doesn't happen all at one time. I allow myself to wait and I'm able to view the things around me and say, this works, let me add something else to it. Or this doesn't work, so let me remove it. But I'm giving myself the six to eight hours to figure it out. And by figuring it out, you trust yourself And the ability to see the development. When you rush through the process, 30 minutes in a microwave, it happens so fast, you don't even realize it happened. Damn, 30 minutes went by quick. But you know what? Eight hours go by quick too. Why? Because we're not watching the clock. We know eventually that bell is going to ring. So we don't have to sit by and watch it. The microwave, you got to watch it. You don't want it to overheat. You don't want it to overcook your food. So you have to stand there. And you do that in your everyday life. 
you watch other people. Just because you see your girlfriend in a relationship does not mean she's happy. It just means she's in a relationship. But because you saw a snippet of her life, you want it. You don't know that she had to work hard for that relationship. You don't know the experiences that she's gone through to get to that relationship. But you see it, you want it, and you want to imitate it. Microwave. So you get into a relationship and you're not happy. Because you're dating another microwave. He has an expectation for you. You have an expectation for him. And you don't give time for that to evolve. Because you guys want instant gratification right then and there. Not saying you won't get it. But you won't be happy when you get it. Or it won't taste this good once you get it. I've been around people who they've looked at other married people and they're like, you know, we've been together for five years or six years and I'm sick of just being, you know, the girlfriend. I want to be the wife. Have you prepared yourself to be a wife? Have you conditioned yourself to be a wife? Have you evaluated who you are and are you capable of being a wife? You won't do the work if you rush into it. You won't evaluate who you are if you rush into it. And once you're in it, it's so much fog because now you have this marriage with no direction. Oh, you forgot to read the manual. Oh, okay. That microwave manual, we never read it. We just hit the start button. So when you're going into situations, whether it's work, whether it's relationship, if you don't trust the process, your microwave life will always be consistent with an end. Because it's very short term. There's no long term longevity in your microwave life. It's like, think about it. When an addict, if you have someone that's addicted to drugs, they chase that high. They want it right then and there. They want to feel it right then and there. But what ends up happening is eventually the high is gone. And eventually they keep chasing it, chasing it, and chasing it. But what they don't realize is they will never get that same high again. They will never reach that gratification that they received from that first hit. That's why they chase it. They want to be able to feel that sense of relief and that sense of happiness. And it's like very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's more like um, it's short-lived. Instant gratification. You have it. You got it. 
and you try to absorb that moment. And as fast as you got it, it's gone. You want and you set out to achieve a goal. That's great. But allow yourself the time to really reveal the steps, the process of you getting and achieving the goals that you set out. If your goal is to start a business, okay, let's break it down. What type of business? Who's your audience? Who's your customer? What am I giving to this world that no one has already done? What's going to set me apart from someone else? Because that's the objective. That's the objective. You want to be different than someone else. And you should. We have the same product. We just deliver it differently. There's 50 million podcasts out there. You guys choose to listen to me. And I don't take that lightly. So before I even start recording, I pray. And I sit in the moment and I wait until God give me the direction. I have numerous topics that I write down that I say I want to talk about. And I'll sit them there in front of me and I'll pray over it. And whatever direction God takes me, that's where I go. I can start out thinking I want to go on to this topic. And God's like, "Mm -mm. here you go. They need to hear this. This is what you need to speak on. I'm trusting the process. I'm already on season two of this podcast. Who would have thought? I didn't. But as I evolve and as I grow through this podcast, I am allowing myself to trust the process. I don't want to rush through it. There's times that I'll sit down ready to record and nothing comes to me. And it bothers me because I'm like, I have to get these episodes out. Mm -mm. If it doesn't feel right, And it's a natural movement for me. I don't do it. I can pull five, ten episodes. And release them all on different days. But if it's not the true essence of who I am. It will get lost in translation. I trust the process because I know the end result. Is going to be, you're going to receive my message with clear understanding. Why? Because that's how I am delivering it to you. I'm not going to chop it up. I'm not going to rush through it. I'm going to give it to you with clear understanding that there's no room to be misinterpreted. When you want something... You have to be prepared to receive it. No one's going to hand you anything. But when you rush it, microwave, and you're trying to get it as fast as you can, and you miss the important steps, it's your loss. 
It's your loss because you did not allow yourself to truly evaluate the purpose of the things that you want. And understand that I get it. Certain things in microwave life, okay. Like we can put the popcorn in a microwave and we got popcorn in three minutes. If I want a new Marc Jacobs bag, okay, microwave. I'm going to get the Marc Jacobs bag. But if I want to build the house, it damn sure won't be off a microwave. I need my foundation. I need to make sure the foundation's secure. My foundation is knowledge. My foundation is security. And if I miss those important steps, my house is not a home. If I say I want to be married, I don't want to be married to just any man. I need to be specific in the things that I say I want. So I need to go before God and say to him, I need a man or want a man who is in your likeness. I, I need a man in my life who can bring me past my pain and understand me past my pain. Someone that I can evolve with, someone I can share life with and not just life, but the life experiences. Someone that I can look at and be proud to say, that's my husband. Now, as I stated, Rudy is a microwave. I don't know if he's ever going to become a, uh, a crock pot. I don't know. I think he has some crock pot tendencies, but he's very microwave. He want to see it. He needs to see it right away. And that's fine. I think that's why we balance each other out. But if you continue down a road without clear understanding or clear direction, you're driving nowhere. That's like we turn on our GPS. We want to be navigated to our destination. But if you don't trust the process and you don't trust that it's going to take eight hours versus 30 minutes, your growth will stop in 30 minutes. And then you'll miss the opportunity for wisdom. You'll miss the opportunity for growth. You'll miss the opportunity for understanding. Because all that doesn't matter as long as you got the end result. But it won't taste good and it won't feel good. Allow yourself to be in that moment. When you set that timer for six to eight hours, that's when your time to grow, to heal. It allows you to feel all the obstacles, all the experiences, the good and the bad. Because at the end, you know, after eight hours, that roast is going to be tender. It's going to taste good. And the microwaves will come over and want to eat. 
And the beauty of it is you can share. Because there's enough. You've given yourself enough time to understand I need to feed the microwaves. That's my time. Again, thank you for the time that you have taken to listen to my audio journal. I thank you for allowing me to grow based off of this podcast. Um, I have two more episodes. Is it six? So yeah, two more episodes. And then I take a break. And then we come back to season three. Like, seriously, season three. Uh, so I'm excited. Um, this is definitely a podcast that is set to a crockpot timer. There is no rush to me to get to the destination. And I will continue to walk accordingly until I hear different. Alright, so again, uh, please send me all your comments and DMs to uh, transparency underscore talk on Instagram and I will read them and I will share people are surprised that I respond back like I'm not a celebrity I'm gonna respond I don't have anyone working for me so if you ask a question and there's a lot of questions that or comments that I receive that I don't share on this because they're very intimate and personal Um, So continue to send the messages and until next Tuesday, keep it transparent.